Well, we're going to get uh, to recording. God bless all of you. It is Saturday, May 15th. This is your Neighborhood Preacher podcast. We're doing live on Instagram. Uh, you can catch us on Spotify and SoundCloud. Uh, but regardless, uh, this morning we're going to give the devil a spiritual beatdown. That's and, right. And <laughs> uh, praise the Lord for he has restored me and my precious wife. Yes, um, he has. It's a surprise. Uh, we have a surprise guest. Uh, it is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hey. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening to this on uh, on audio through Spotify or SoundCloud, you can catch us, uh, the recording that uh, is being done, or at a later time on Instagram Live. We do want to say that uh, we love you. Um, it is a blessing that we were able to get up this morning. Um wake up the way that we did and um and have a heart toward god you know how many of you guys know that it's uh there's there's a lot of time that goes by in our life and it's a blessing to get up and say lord i bless you lord you are good lord thank you for another day and how yes. many of you can remember how many times we've got up and the Lord God was not on our heart, not on our mind. Trip on that. I kind of don't want to. <laughs> right? It's 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 an it's a it's a miracle. It's it's the gift of God to be able to wake up or go through your day and saying, "Lord, you are God yes. and you are first. Amen. Amen. So. What I've been talking about is who is God? And with my wife joining me this morning, uh, we're going to share a little bit of our testimony. We got enough testimony to carry us for the rest of our life, to be honest with you. And that's not to glory uh, in us. That's to glorify how good God really is. Um, the reality is that uh, we're blessed to be alive. Um, we've been in life and death situations. Uh, we've been an addictive situations. We've been in, in careless situations. We've been in places that are so dark. Um, you know, it's, we've been in places that are so dark, you couldn't even fathom it. But, but I guarantee you at some point in your life, maybe even right now, you might feel like people like the way I smile. People like, uh, the, 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 the shine in my eyes, but they don't know how much of a dark and deep place that I really find myself. They don't know that I don't like myself. They don't know what I'm dealing with. They don't know the insecurity, the anxiety, the frustration, the fear. They, they, they don't know that, that I'm barely meeting the goals that I want for myself and my, my family, my children, or what have you. So I've been talking about who is God. And only you can answer that question. And only I can answer that question. And when we see Billy Graham and we see so many people get on the microphone or get up in front of people with this power and this anointing to tell you who God really is, that's, that's an amazing thing. That truly is an amazing thing. But I'm here. I'm that guy. Your neighborhood preacher and... My wife, we're, we're, we're going to share this morning from the scriptures 
about who God is. We're going to continue to glorify God through the Word of God. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be challenged. Most, most importantly, I want you to open up your heart because it doesn't matter if it's me or anybody else on the microphone talking to you about God. Uh, if it's the Word of God, let it, let it get in us richly. The Bible tells me and you that the Word of God is medicine to our souls mm -hmm. and it, is, it is, is strength to our bones. You know, there's so many times I get to working out and working out and working out. And honestly, sometimes I'm so sore, I feel older than I was. <laughs> yes. I feel I've noticed. <laughs> I feel older than I was the day before. Um, and it looks like we got maybe a little bit of, uh, of a lag problem. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Rach. God bless you. I don't know why we're lagging on the video. Hopefully we'll get, uh, what's it? Okay, cool. She wants to join us. Okay, cool. I don't know what's going on here. Okay, great. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. So we're going to go and uh, get into the scriptures about, about who our Heavenly Father is, about who God really is. Yes. And uh, he's so good that, that me and Jana are, are sitting here with you uh, again today. And we're going to just continue to uh, try to do our best with uh, the ministry that God has given us. And, um, and here we go. Listen, the first thing I, I, I want to share with you is that our God, God in heaven, our creator, um, he's just and he's holy. Amen. And, and if we take a look at Psalms 99... Psalms uh, chapter 99, verses 3 through 5, the Bible says this. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. We praise you, God. This is how we apply it, right? We praise you, God, yes. for you are holy. So verse 4 says, the king's strength also loves justice. So remember, I said that God is just and holy. Mm -hmm. The king's strength also loves. He doesn't like it a little bit. He loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. He is holy. God is holy. We know that God is holy, but who is God to you? When we look in the scriptures, we see that God is just and God is holy. And in Psalms chapter 100 verses 1 through 5, check this out, my brothers and sisters, it says, make a joyful shout to the Lord. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. You know, there was times in my life where when I, when I found myself walking with God, as I am now, there were times prior where sometimes I wasn't serving the Lord with gladness. And honestly, that can be a big rain cloud over your day and your spiritual walk with God. 
brothers and sisters, let me remind you, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're facing, if you have an ability to serve God, not where other people want you, not where you feel other people are going to be happy, where does God want you? What does God want you to do? Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. We're going to come into the Lord. Lord's company and to his presence and to his gates with praise. We're going to bless his name. And I want you to know today, me and my wife as we sit here, we can tell you as much as we've known God, we have not always come into his courts with praise. We have not always come into his presence and blessed his name. Not that we didn't want to, but we were leaning too much on our own understanding, on our own circumstance, on our, on our own realities of, of the flesh and the storm that was in front of us or the situation or how we were feeling. But let's be encouraged today that we must serve God. And I've learned that we must serve God regardless of how we feel. Now, listen, your face might change. If you're like me, sometimes you wear it on your face. It's all good because God knows who he created. Didn't we just read that? He formed us. We didn't form ourselves. Listen, he knows you. He formed you in your most inward parts. He said that he called you by name, that he formed you in your mother's womb, that he called me and you with a purpose. Listen, God is to be exalted and you know the reason why God is to be exalted? That's what holy means. Well, who is God, Daniel? Who is God, neighborhood preacher? And who is God, Jana? Listen, God is the God of the word. God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God is the God of Israel. God is holy. Hallelujah. God is holy. And holy means that he is not acquainted with sin. Sin doesn't have anything on him. He is separated from sin. He is outside of that. He's outside of time. He's infinite. He's the beginning and the ending. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. God is spirit, but we know that God is holy and just. He's holy, meaning he's worthy. God is holy, meaning he's perfect in his goodness and righteousness. Yes, amen. And babe, who did he make sin so that we would become his righteousness? 
Do you know the answer to that? Jesus. Jesus. Our precious Lord and Savior. God made his own son, Jesus, to become sin. So whatever you're dealing with, whatever t messes with you, taunts you, gives you this. And me and, me and you both know, we all know that any sin, it, it, it's a false satisfaction. It's a false pleasure. It's a false addiction. It's a false effort leading to death. We know that it's, it's under us. But that's why we can overcome no matter what it is in our life that's not from God. Because Christ abolished it in his death. And that's why Jesus tells us to join in my sufferings, join in my death. Every day we must die daily as if we died with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but it's him who lives in you, through you, in me, and through right. me. Amen. It doesn't matter where we failed. It doesn't matter what we're struggling with. What matters is, is who is God to you? Who are you allowing him to be? Because he's great, he's holy, he's worthy, and he has trampled sin underfoot. May the power of God touch you where you are right now. May the power of God remind you of his great love for you that causes you to triumph over your sin. Amen. Who is God? God is holy. We are to exalt the Lord our God in Psalms 99 verse 9. Remember, and worship him on his holy mountain. For the Lord God is holy. You know, when God gave his commandments in Exodus chapter 20, what's amazing is, hi Lola. What's amazing is when God gave his commandments in Exodus chapter 20, he gave them to Moses and... Oh, Gabby, hey. And, yeah, hi Gabby. And God gave his commandments to the people of Israel, right? And and God's taken them out of Egypt and the land of bondage. And I don't need to be a theologian. Uh, but in the Old Testament, it it's shadows and types of what was to come on, on so much of it. That word of God and the commandments that he gives us, he God knew that they couldn't fully fulfill that law. Uh, that's why he sent Christ. But the reality is, is that God wants to take still today, me and you from the land of our enemies and bondage. No matter where we find ourselves in the world, Egypt is a shadow <coughs> and a form and a, and a type of the world. And so look at what uh, Exodus chapter 20 what the Bible says in Exodus chapter 20, I'll read it to you. It's pretty awesome. Exodus chapter 20, verses uh, 2 through 5, we'll go ahead and read to you this morning. It says, 
actually, yeah, here we go. It says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Who is God? Here's a part of God right here. He says, I brought you out of the land of your enemies, out of the house of bondage. He says, you shall have no other gods before me. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and God of Israel, and our God, the God of the Bible, and the God who stretched out the heavens, he says, you shall have no other God before me. What do you think of that, Jay? I think that it's truth. <laughs> it's true, right? He says, you shall not make for yourself a carved image any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth, you shall not bow down nor serve them for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to those showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. My beautiful wife is joining me this morning, and we want to testify to you exactly who God is. The Word of God says that you shall not create any God before me nor bow down or serve them. That's what, that's what the Bible tells me. So guess what? We served the Lord for many years, and um, we know exactly how it is to create things in our life and put them before God. Am I right? Yep, 100%. What we want to share with you today is whether you're being faithful in the house of God, whether you're going through the motions and the routines, even if God is using you greatly, even if, if you're not sinning from A to Z, and then there's these changes that take place. You start to allow things of the world back in your life. Well, why? It's not hurting anybody. You remember when um, we started to, and, and, and this isn't condemning toward anybody. This is our own testimony. You remember when we started to, um, you guys thought I was gonna keep reading the scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, you remember, um, do you remember when we uh, started to entertain wine at, at the dinner table? Yep. We served God. We loved God. God uses, he was using us greatly. Um, and wine didn't stop that. I mean, we just kept wanting to replay the, 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 the wedding all over again where Jesus <laughs> made better, right. better wine. Over and over. <laughs> so, so we're at a place where we're serving God and we're talking about who is God, right? And in Exodus chapter 20, verses 2 through 6, we see where 
where God says that you shall not. Uh, hi, Becky. We 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 say. Hey, Becky. We see we see the word of God. It says um, how. He's the Lord our God, and there should be no other God before Him, and how, and how, um, God is a jealous God. So, from our testimony, we start to entertain uh, having wine at the table, and we say, "Well, I mean, you know, Paul says you can do all things, um, but not all things are profitable." And then we see where you know. You know, I'm finding in the scripture, Paul tells Timothy, hey, you know, drink some wine for your, for your, for your, you know, your, your frequent infirmities for your stomachs, you know, and I'm like, oh, sweet, you know, hey, I mean, <laughs> justifying, I'm everything. justifying, you know, bringing down the standard, mm, that part, that <laughs> part, bringing down the standard and the level of what God has already took me from. Right. So. Whether you've been taken from or you know where you need to go, there's a standard that God requires me and you to keep because he knows that that, that that land of Egypt or bondage or device or tool or method or influence is going to bring you down. Right. And that's the door. There's a door there. And if you enter it, it's going to take you where you shouldn't be going. <laughs> Because what happened after we here and there started drinking a little bit, justifying what we were doing, we started smoking weed a little bit. Oh, and justifying it. Oh, you know, it's a plant. It's fine. You know, it's, it's natural. medicinal. It's medicine. It helps me sleep. It helps me sleep. You know, it's okay. But what happens when you're doing that? You're opening doors. You know, you're, you're not aligning yourself with the word of God. Because now you're beginning to rely on that to bring you peace, mm. relying on oh, that okay. to to sometimes forget maybe something you should be dealing with, mm. um, bringing to the throne. But instead, you're numbing yourself. Um, so then we begin to find ourselves there where now we're smoking weed. OK, now we're drinking more. And slowly what began to happen is we started looking at and putting our eyes on the world, on those around us. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're in church. We're serving. Oh, I don't like what they did to me. I don't like what he said. I don't like what she said. Oh, I'm not being appreciated. But sin was already mm. in our life. Mm, it was word. already separating us from the word, from wow. God. It was all, little by little. You give Satan that, that foothold little by little. You're being pulled away and you don't even realize. You don't know it. You don't even Just like drifted you just the current just takes you and next thing you know oh you know you start looking at the world world views versus what's god's view wow so that's where i found myself like responding how the world's going to respond we're responding like see i don't you know i'm going to just ride solo or see nobody you know nobody respects me the next thing you know i'm just like i don't really want to start i don't want to keep serving in church I don't mm. want to, I don't want to, um, it was easier to walk away. It was easier to walk away because I started looking at my situation, the way the world looks at it, because sin slowly wow. took me away from the truth. Wow. Slowly took me away from God. 
And slowly I started responding the way the world responds because now I'm already acting like the world. I'm sipping a little bit. I'm smoking weed a little bit. Next thing you know, now I'm responding the way the world responds to my situations instead of saying, Mm. wait, God says cover and love. Mm. God says forgive just like he forgave me. Instead of saying those things, I started saying, you know what? I'm just going to ride by myself. See, I can't trust nobody. Satan wanted me in that place. So I couldn't fulfill the purpose God had in both of our lives. That's right. Um, And that's right. I I thank God every day that he brought us to this place. Because I, five years ago, I didn't know if that was ever going to happen. What we got ourselves into. I told you I had a surprise. (laughs) Oh, I'm just like <laughs> the the reality is is that is that the enemy comes in to kill, still destroy. To kill, still and destroy, but he doesn't come in like a masked robber with a gun. And and you're so right. It you know, Rachel, you're so right. It it you find yourself Amen. in a place and even though we cover we we can cover up our our spiritual yes, walk with god mm-hmm. um and we can still be doing the right things it's the things that we hide in our heart that make it easier to respond to the world and you couldn't have said it any better and and, and this is the truth the truth is is that the body of christ still has a lot of issues there's a lot of insecurity there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of don't show me up. You're 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 more gifted, or 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 you're less gifted. And what can I do with you? I can't really use you. Uh, there's it goes both ways. There's so many things that unless there's there's control, there we find ourselves that if we're not in control, then it's not the move of God. It, it, there's so many things of body of Christ. Why? And here's why: because we bring in our personal issues and. When the power of God and the Holy Ghost zaps you, begins to do a work in you, begins to move in your life, then all of a sudden you realize you still got a whole lot of things that you got to deal with. Right. But now you're already in this momentum of looking good, walking in power, praying for people and seeing change. Um, All these things taking place through the spirit and power of God. But yet, sometimes we find that there are still issues within our life and they don't come out till later again. They don't rise to the surface again. And you go from, the Bible says, from faith to faith and glory to glory. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's what we call seasons. You know, we're walking in strength, we're walking in faith, and then you walk into a season in your life that reintroduces you to who you are. Right. So me and my wife found ourselves in a place, you know, over five years ago where, where things began to, um, seed and take root. And little did we know, you know, we already made a decision, you know, in our heart, you know, little by little to walk away from God. Mm-hmm. But we thought that we had the ability to sustain ourselves to sustain ourselves we we thought we had an ability to um come back because we knew god was gracious 
and full of mercy. And so uh, partially took advantage of his mercy and grace. Yes. And there's so many people, you know, in our, in, 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 in Christianity that will say, man, how, how could you have gotten there? How did you get there? And, and it's crazy because, because they're not able to see any sin that they find themselves in. And we, we have a ministry that God has given us that, that we've developed with inside of us over time. And me and my wife have made a decision. We are no longer putting a cap on that. We're no longer, we're no longer going to, to withhold that on the inside of us because you know, when it's time to give birth to something, you can't shove the baby back inside. Right. And we know that we're giving birth to what God has called us to be and to do. And we want to glorify God in our life. And we want to do anything um, in, in our compelling and, and, and where God is moving us to do that. And we want to remind you guys as in our testimony that that I was at a, we were at a place where I was, you know, I was walking around my own home with a loaded gun in, in, in my waistband. Um, because I'm thinking that, you know, the old, uh, the past, um, people in my life might come in through that door. And, and, uh, it wasn't some make-believe story I was living. Y'all don't know me. You don't know where I track when I run in the darkness. Just like I don't know where you run when you, if you ever run, ran in the darkness, but you know I'm 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 at a place now where where now you know just a little wine at dinner now it's becoming where I'm being abusive to my wife and to my children. I'm knocking holes in the wall. I'm 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 overtaken by my anger, and now I do not know how to cry out to God. Now, I don't know how to get back. I don't know how to come back to God. Today, we want to share before we end up finishing in in some time here. (coughs) Today, we want to share with you God is faithful and just. And we want to talk to you and remind you about the power of repentance. God is so faithful and powerful to come back in your life strong if you repent. Yes. If you repent and you fully turn away from your sin and your ways. You stop looking in the mirror to find you, but you look in the mirror to find him. Right. That becomes the life altering difference. We're going to continue on neighborhood preacher to share our testimonies and share what we've been through. But I want to encourage you today that there is no place. The Bible tells us that David in the Psalms says, even if I make my bed in In hell, hell. Mm -hmm. where can I go that you won't be? I want to encourage all of you today that 
No matter what you don't like about yourself, no matter what you don't like about others, no matter what you're, you're, you're being addicted to or what's pulling you or this dark place that you just kind of feel engulfed by that nobody knows, I want you to know that the light and the power of God can come and break through that to yes, a new dawning, 100%. to a new day. Yep. But we have to surrender yep. entirely. 100% surrender. And if you find yourself in a place where you know you're walking with God and things are going good, never forget a life of repentance. Never forget a life of surrender. Yes. That will keep you always dying to your flesh, dying to your ways, dying to the image that you want to create instead of allowing him to create his image in you. If we all surrender together, people of God, listen, God, Christ is coming back for a bride. And it's got to be without spot or blemish. And I'm so far from where I need to be. But because we're covered in his blood, we've been made righteous yes. already. And I'm not going to spend a day. I'm not going to spend a minute beating myself up because of what I'm not yet. When he's already made me. Everything that he's, that he's called me to be. I want, I want all of you to be encouraged that, that um, we all have to be together as the body of Christ, this bride. He's coming back for a bride. And, and, and if you and I were coming back, let's just per se, for a bride, right? Forget male, female. Let's just, let's just, let's just go with the picture here. If we were to come back for our bride, and find out that they've been messing around, that they haven't been faithful, that they've been in and out, that they've not really committed, that, that come, come on. Christ is coming back for a bride of fully committed believers, fully surrendered and covenant relationship with him. Yeah. And he's not going to just, you know, accept our wishy-washy, our in and out. And right. I'm not saying that we don't struggle. Wavering. I'm yeah. not saying that we don't have hard times. I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to say is the heart matter of who we truly are and what we are to him and, and the decision that we've made to give up our life. We must give up our entire life because Christ is coming back for a bride. Yep. That's fully committed to him. And me and Jana know how it is to. Yes, unfortunate. To, um, and it's not un unfortunate in a sense because God, you know, like we've learned. Uses, yes. God uses all things for the good of good. those that love mm -hmm. him. He makes all things work for our good. good. Mm -hmm. Whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. God doesn't waste anything. We learn that. So don't focus on 
what was lost. Don't focus on what you messed up. Don't focus on the dark place. Don't focus on everything that can be focused on. Bring it before the feet of Jesus. And it's absolutely nothing that he has not already conquered. But who is God to you? Beautiful church. Let our God be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, the God who is a jealous God for me and you that wants no other God before him. Let that be our God, the true and living God, the God who formed you in your mother's womb. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah, I, I, you know, we all, we all know this one too. It, it's, it's so special. Uh, hey, Lindsay. To my heart. Uh, what? Hey. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's powerful because um, it's, po it's powerful in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, um, where, where we, we are constantly reminded, and it seems like everything against us just, just shuts down after this scripture. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says, um, I'm sorry, guys. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. It says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. Mm -hmm. And you will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. During this time that I was backsliding, um, and we'll get into certain details and we'll keep telling our story over and over and over until we're blue in the face. Um, it, it's Our repetition on our testimony is never, ever going to stop. Um, I found my myself... Um, <laughs> probably weighing 125 pounds, if that maybe, I, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was on drugs. I, I was, uh, my family walked out. Um, they could no longer tolerate, you know, how ugly I was. And, and they just, they just, they just couldn't, couldn't, you know, they couldn't, uh, they, they, they just couldn't see it any longer. It was tearing them apart. And I remember, um, being in, so much sin and knowing who Daniel was with God but not able any longer to see that man and uh, I couldn't feel God anymore I remember getting down on my living room floor bowing all the way down and then laying prostrate before God and, and telling God, if you don't save me, I'm, I'm dead. I, I... And three nights prior to this, I, I had a loaded gun to my head and I tried to pull the trigger three different nights. And I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I just... Just, just deep inside in me, I, I kept believing there was this purpose. And 
The Bible tells us, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And how I realize how sometimes we do not believe this. Because our thoughts toward ourselves are not so futurist and hopeful. Yeah, that's good. We are the body of Christ. I pray that you've been encouraged. I pray that you've been challenged. I pray that you, let alone just been stirred up. I'm not trying to do anything out of my control, but share my life, share our life with you and glorify God. And, and I believe that this is just the beginning of something great in me and my family and me and my wife's life. Um, I want you to know that God is a God of restoration. God can restore you. And most importantly, if you're already restored, God can baptize you with fire. You don't need your favorite worship song. You don't need service to go exactly the way that you want it to go. Right. But God can fill the house with fire. And when God puts his fire on you, there's nothing that can quench that fire. So I want you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I want you to receive and call upon and believe that not only the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, but he must be upon you. Two different things. Two different things. <coughs> the Bible says that the Holy Spirit was given as our helper when Jesus left because he's no longer physically with us. Even though the Holy Spirit lives inside of us as the temple, the Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed by the devil. Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says that we're able to be a witness when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. We're able to be a witness when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. And there's a big difference in your walk with God. When you're saved, the Holy Spirit comes and he lives inside of you. But then there's a big difference when the power of the Holy Spirit comes on you, you become a witness. I want to encourage all of you, please keep your faith. Let protect it at all costs. Let nobody rob you of your faith. Not your mind, not your problems, not your situation, not right. people, Amen. nothing. Let nobody rob you of your faith. Guard it as, as a precious gem that it's more valuable than anything in this world. And you can do all things through yes. your faith. Amen. Remember, we can't please God without it. But let us start going into the body of Christ, laying hands on people. Let us start going into, into the body of Christ and into church and everywhere we go. Let's pray for the sick. Let's start calling people out of darkness. Let's start, let's start to believe God for great things. Because listen, if we're going with the routine, only so much is going to happen in the routine. Right. You have been called. Lives. You've been chosen mm -hmm. to walk in power. To walk in authority. And that's not just for you to rule and govern your life. It's for those that are having migraine headaches. It's for those that are having knee pain. It's for those that are struggling in their thoughts, being insecure, not feeling valuable. It's, it's to lay hands on the sick and say lay hands on people's head. It's to change the course and direction of people's lives. That's exactly what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. And I want to encourage you to do that.
Amen. But I really think my wife's gonna come come out with this uh, with this new ministry called Impact Ministries, <laughs> where she's imparting ministries with preparation, with the anointing centered around Christ's truth. Impact Ministries. Anyways, there's so many things that we can do for God. Don't even get me started. Listen, I love all of you. Um, reach out to me. Uh, me and my wife want to know uh, if they need what? Prayer. If you need prayer. If you need um, prayer for anything. You know what? Um, be vague on the details if you want. Uh, please don't trust us. You don't have to. Trust God. Trust God that we want to pray for you. We want to um, yes. We won't say anything about it uh if you need prayer uh if 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 you just need us to be there for you um you know that's what we want to do uh we want to make ourselves vulnerable we want to put ourselves out there and uh every saturday uh unless we have uh you know in a, a major a major interruption of of what god wants us to do every saturday at 10 o'clock we're going to be on the microphone uh recording to, uh, to spotify and soundcloud and uh, we want to be present with you. We just want you to know that we love you. And, um, you know, it's very, very difficult uh, to go through this, this walk with God in this earth without, uh, without godly friends, without encouragement, without prayer. And listen, there's power in prayer. We'll get into that pretty yes. soon. Um, but we'd love to pray for you. Thank you. Um, we can't thank you enough, all of you, uh, to support us. Yes. Um, just even in this moment. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for believing in us. Um, you guys know how it feels when somebody believes in you and actually says, here's a mic, take off on it, uh, or do your thing. Yeah, um, listen, listen, um, we believe that, uh, in you and, um, and, and we, we just want to be people in your life that will encourage you and, and give you some type of motivation that, uh, you can do something with it. So listen, I think the goal for today is let's just tell one person about what God's doing in our life. I didn't say you got to bring him to church. I'm not, I'm not being controlling and, and, and trying to tell you what I want, but let's tell, let's tell somebody what God is doing in our yes. life. And, um, and we love you. Listen, your neighborhood preacher always tells you, stay up, stay prayed up, because the devil is a buster. He's 100%. <laughs> Keep your trust in the Lord. Yes. Do not cast away your faith. There is great reward in it. We love you. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Happy Saturday, y'all. <laughs>